University of Virginia Health System, we're for sharing the latest health information from top minds to keep you and your family healthy. With UVA Health System Radio, here's Melanie Cole. How long does your child need a child safety seat? And how can you be sure your child's car seat is safely installed? My guest today is Diamond Walton. She's an injury prevention coordinator in the trauma program at UVA Health System. Welcome to the show, Diamond. So tell us a little bit about car seat safety. Who needs a car seat? And let's go from infancy up a little bit. Give your basic recommendations. Yeah, absolutely. So all children ranging from newborns all the way up to around seven to eight years old should be in some type of a car safety seat. So, of course, as the child grows, they'll want to graduate to different types of um, car safety seats, but they all serve the same purpose to ensure that the child remains secure in their seat and protected from injury in case of a crash. And so once the child is tall enough to sit against the vehicle's um, back seat with their knees bent and comfortably over the edge of the seat, then they're, um, they're probably should be wearing just a regular seat belt, but until then, they should be in a car safety seat. So when we start with little infants, the day you leave the hospital, those little car seats that face backwards, the rear-facing right. seats, how long should babies be in them? And what if somebody is leaving a hospital and they can't afford a car safety seat? Yeah, those are great questions. And so according to the National Highway Tra- uh, Traffic Safety Administration, Um, Children should be in rear-facing car safety seats up until around the age of three. And then they'll graduate to uh, forward-facing car safety seats until the age seven. And then they can move on to um, booster seats around uh, until they're around the age of 12. But all of this is very much dependent on the weight and the height of the child. And so it's important to look at the bottom of the car safety seat when you purchase it to look at um, the appropriate weight and size of the infant that's supposed to be using that seat and then um, purchase your seat accordingly. But um, if you're unable to afford a car safety seat, there are a number of programs in communities, especially through um, departments of health who distribute free car safety seats for individuals who are eligible. And you can also reach out to local um, organizations like churches or nonprofits who distribute them as well. So once your child is done with the rear facing and then you've turned them back around, should you be adding any of those little cushions on the seat belts to make it look more comfortable? Because parents look in their rear view mirror and they say, right. oh, well, that looks like it's cutting into them and they add these little things. Tell us about that. Right. And that's, um, unfortunately, that happens a lot. And there are a lot of um, advertisements trying to to push a lot of really cute toys for the children while they're in their car safety seats. But it's really important to use a car safety seat as the manufacturer has intended, because that's how the seat was tested during um, crash testing to ensure that it actually works. So it's really important for parents and um, caregivers to use the seat without any kind of extra padding or extra things in the seat because the seat is, is safe as it is. And when do they get to move from the car seat to more of an adult car seat to the booster seat? So um, around seven years old. And so forward-facing, um, usually children, uh, if, there's, if the child's a little bit larger, um, around three years old, um, they can be in the forward-facing car seat until around seven years old. And then they'll be in a booster seat. But Um, they'll be able to wear just a normal seatbelt once they're around eight years old because that's usually around the age where 
Um, the bones start rounding out around the hips, and so the seat belt will actually sit and stay on the hips and stay on the shoulder bone the way that it would on, on an adult. Now, you, you've you mentioned eight years old. Mm-hmm. It does height have much to do with it, height and or weight? What if they're a tiny eight-year-old? Oh, yes. If they're a tiny eight-year-old, then they should stay in a booster seat. And But if, if, they're, if their feet can touch the ground and if the back of their, um, if their back can sit up against the back of the car, the seat in the car, then they're, they're at the appropriate height to wear just a regular seat belt. And what about the front seat, Diamond? Because it's some parents like to put their kids in the front seat way too soon, and, and the airbags are not really set for children, are they? Oh, not at all. I mean, it's, it's very much recommended that if a child is in any type of car safety seat, whether that's rear-facing or a booster seat, that they should be in the back seat. And it's also recommended that even once the child graduates to um, a regular seat belt, they should remain in the back seat until around 13 years old, mostly because that's just the safest place for a child to be in the car. What advice do you give parents when they say, my child is arguing with me? They say, I'm too big to be in a booster seat. But knowing that's much safer and that the lap belt, the seat belt is not hitting them properly, what do you tell parents to tell their kids? Um, I would definitely just remind them that, you know, that they're doing this for their, their safety and that um, you are kind of setting an example also for their friends and for other parents as well. I think a lot of times um whether parents, you know, make their child stay in their car safety seat while they're in their own car, they may not have the same kinds of um, be as strict when their child is traveling with a grandparent or with a neighbor. And so it's really important to keep that message, that messaging consistent, whether that's in your car, um, whether your child is riding with a grandparent or with um, a neighbor, that the child should remain in a car safety seat until they are the appropriate weight and, and height. And what about installing them correctly? Because they have a lot of latches these days, especially for the infant car seats, Diamond. How do you know that you're installing it properly and you're putting the belt through all the little latches it's supposed Mm -hmm. to go through? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard. A lot of times um, there, there are a lot of latches, but it's important to read, one, the manual for the car safety seat. They have a lot of great instructions, very specific to the car safety seat that you've purchased as well as your car manual, because cars are different makes and models. And so the anchors for the car safety seats are in different places. So make sure to read um, the safety seat manual as well as your car manual and to determine how to properly install it. But I would also recommend that parents and caregivers visit their local um, fire department, police department, or health department, because um, one of those local organizations will likely have a registered um, individual who knows how to properly install car seats. And they don't necessarily need to install it for you, but they can at least check to see if it's it's been um, installed correctly. That's exactly what I did. I went to the local fire department, and they were happy to help me figure out how to put my car seat in when I had a new baby. It It was so easy. How do you find out more about car safety seats? Um, well, the National Highway Tra- Traffic Safety Administration has a great website. So um, parents can visit www.safercar.org, and um, you can click on Parent Central, and it has just a myriad of, of resources for parents and caregivers. In just the last minute, Diamond, why should patients come to UVA for their trauma care? Yeah, well, um, UVA Trauma Center has been de- designated as a level one trauma center since the 80- 80s, and 
recently we have been verified by the American College of Surgeons as a level one trauma center. So this puts UVA as, as one of two other ACS-verified level one trauma centers in the state of Virginia. So this is a big deal. And, and what this means to the public is that UVA is committed to not only treating injured patients, but preventing injury, providing the best care if the injury does occur, and then ensuring that there's a quality rehabilitation so that, pa- that patients can resume their lives. Thank you so much for such great and so important information. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. And for more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.